Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hello, 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 everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're deciding to listen to this, this is a very special Geek Vibes Live, Geek Vibes Nation throwback Thursday titled, Why Was Inhumans So Bad? I'm your host for this episode, Tia, and you might be asking yourself, why is she bothering to talk about Inhumans when it came out in 2017? Well, I only recently watched all eight episodes of the show last week because it's on Disney Plus and I had nothing else better to do. And I said to myself, this can't be as bad as everyone makes it seem like it is. And oh, it's, it, it's something. But before I go any further, I have to introduce my co-host for this episode, Jawan. How are you doing? And how excited are you for this episode? <laughs> I am ashamed that they had the nerve to do this to poor Stan Lee um, is to take something so beautiful in the Inhumans because it's truly a beautiful story. Um, And just, I think I said this last night on on our podcast and just, you know, make a hot bowl of caca. Um, It just, it was, uh, ugh. I can't wait to to begin this. Yeah. Um, It's one of those things where at the time, I will tell you, and I'll I'll go back to you to ask you what your expectations were prior to the show coming out. But I remember the talk of Inhumans originally going to be a movie and then transitioning into being a TV series. And I remember when the first look came out for Inhumans. And I do remember... Uh, social media just not liking the look and I think at the time I said to myself you know it's a tv series the costumes look don't look that bad for a tv series it's okay as long as it's good who cares um and I was already just such a fan of the marvel netflix shows I wanted just anything marvel at that point and considering that they're very much marketing in humans essentially as a version of the x-men in the sense of okay at the time x-men was still a fox so obviously disney can't do that marvel can't do that but they can at least do in humans so i was very much looking forward to it and the tipping point was that the main villain was going to be my favorite game of thrones villain of all time i mean you got the actor who plays ramsey i said to myself this is going to be freaking amazing um but i do want to ask you john because i believe you actually watched it at the time that it came out what were your expectations before the show even premiered um they were low uh i i I think you know as you as you know i never got into agents of shield so i didn't think much of abc taking this um their budget was only going to be but so high um, you're bringing in a guy like Scott Buck, who um, was a showrunner for Iron Fist season one, and he's very much a cheap son of a gun. Um, so it's like you doing it on ABC already makes me feel like it'll be cheap. 
But now you got a guy that's guaranteeing that it's going to be cheap. Um, and even when you look at the posters, you're just kind of like, nope, don't like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm even looking at, um, God, I can't even think of her name. I'm even looking at her wig and I'm like, God, this looks, Medusa's wig looks so horrible. Like it, it, it looks glaringly like it's a wig. Um, and, and I think that was the big consensus on so, it's for some reason I remember that like I remember when Inhumans was being promoted and the big thing of people just saying god that's a freaking wig and I'll let you know this John plenty of actresses right um, wear wigs even if you feel like there's no reason uh, you know their hair short and blonde mm-hmm. why would they need a wig for that they could just dye the hair short and cut it blonde but a lot of actresses wear wigs um but you would never notice unless you were told it or you saw behind the scenes or anything like that but this is very much look as if they got the wig at party city yeah it was glaring like to me all right so just so I'm being clear here, my issue isn't that she's wearing a wig. Like that's, you know, like you just said, um, hell, I just saw behind the scenes, you know, when people get like, when they go through makeup and everything in their trailers before they, they start shooting. Um, I can't, Oh, Ryan Reynolds. I thought Ryan Reynolds was bald for Deadpool. No, he has the, the bald cap on. I thought he just went completely bald for it. (laughs) Um, no, that's a bald cap blew my mind. I don't know why it did, but it did. So I'm like, no, I don't have an issue with that. You know, do whatever. Um, it's just, it shouldn't look that glaringly <laughs> like you're wearing a wig. Like, it's supposed to look somewhat realistic. Um, and it just, oh. oh. <laughs> well, it's as you said. I mean, you didn't even know that Ryan um, Reynolds, you know, wasn't bald. Um, I think the same point. I forget which movie it was, but I don't know why I didn't realize that Tom Hiddleston wore a wig for Loki. I just thought that it would just be so easy just to keep dyeing his hair black. Right, but it doesn't doesn't look like it's not his hair. No, not at all. Yeah. So that's the problem with Medusa. So yes, that was a very big, um, just it was in your face of how fake it was. Um, And I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say really quickly. I do want to say Anson Mount, uh, Anson Mount, um, Sarinda Swan um, and Ken Long um, and Ian. um, Iwin. Oh God. The guy who, who played Maximus. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how to actually pronounce his name. I think it's like Ewan Rian. He's a Welsh actor, so I'm not sure. I just, say his name. Give, I just wanted to give them shout outs because none of them are bad actors. Um, not even, not even in the slightest. If anyone's ever watched hell on wheels on AMC, Anson is the furthest thing from a bad actor. Um, I've seen surrender in a few things. I remember when surrender got cast, me and Joel were actually heading into the city um, or back from the city. One of the two. Um, and we were looking at this casting saying we, we didn't hate it. It's not a bad cast. Um, it's just what they ended up doing with it that ended up being bad. But I just wanted to give those specific actors um, a shout out because they're not bad at acting. And uh, for someone that might have seen this, and this is their only time seeing these actors, would 100% think that they were. 
Um, but they're not, especially Anson. Anson, in any other scenario, would have been a great Black Bolt. Um, but unfortunately in this, it, it was not, uh, I, I'm sure this is something that if you today were to ask Anton about, he would ask you to ask him another question. Um, but I just wanted to give them a shout out. They're, they're f- fantastic actors who, um, were unfortunately given something that was so horrible. It, it blotted out how good of actors they are. Yeah. Um, and the thing is it certain my thing is that i feel as if inhumans would have had a better chance if it was say on netflix or even freeform now i never watched say i never watched cloak and dagger um but i heard it was very good um so maybe a different outlet like them or even hulu or something right but it had that very much that abc feel to it they had the cheesy romance the just as if it was a soap opera as if they forgot that they were supposed to be working on a comic book show so let's backtrack just a second here let's just talk about the first five minutes of the show um because i want to tell you that i had a bad feeling the first five minutes of it um you have this one character just running in the forest and uh you have mike mo as oh god what was his name the green guy oh shit i'm like i just oh, watched this right. show and i'm no like, um no and, and by the way i'm glad uh triton um i'm glad right. you brought him up mike mo is actually a friend of geek vibes nation so huge shouts out to mike mo well, as soon as I saw, I didn't realize that Mike Mo was in the series, right? And as soon as I saw his name in the opening credits, I go, oh, they did you dirty, man. They did you so dirty. Because uh, I just, that opening scene was so, the lines were so cheesy. They were so lame to me. Um, and it was just such a bad opening scene. So anyway, we have that. And so the concept of it from what I got in the show is that you have these people who are quote unquote inhuman, uh, I guess not feeling secure. They go to the moon uh, and have their little society there, but the resources there aren't enough for them. Um, I would hoping that you'd explain a little for me, Juwan, about why they're there in particular. Like, how long have they been there? Was there anyone who specifically said, hey, we're going to persecute you for having powers? And that's the reason why they felt as if they need to flee Earth. Well, in humans, to a degree, um, I wouldn't even say necessarily to a degree, uh, they're mutants. Um, so, I mean... You know, it's any timeline you pick from, mutants were never wanted. Um, so, I mean, that that was pretty much the basis uh, behind that. They were somewhat mutants. It, it's why I told you um, Fox was like, don't, don't do that as a live action movie. <laughs> um, and Kevin Feige at the time had, had said okay to that. Again, speculation. Uh, but it was a big rumor floating around when um, they were talking, you know, Vin Diesel was talking about he wanted to be Black Bolt and, you know, there could be some movement for an Inhumans movie. It quickly turned into a show, apparently after Fox had that conversation. But 
uh, sorry to, to answer your question. Um, it, the idea of not being um, wanted was something that they wanted to move somewhere where it could just be them, um, where, you know, you're ruled by your king and your queen um, and you're not worried about being like these outcasts. Right. Okay. So I get that. <laughs> um, and so the whole concept, you have Black Bolt, you have Medusa, they're married. And I'm going to quickly go through this just to put it out there. Uh, first of all, I think we talked about this, that Maximus very much has a relationship with his brother Black Bolt, like Loki with Thor. But Loki, obviously, we saw had a redemption to him and really loved Thor. Um, but it just doesn't seem like Maximus has those type of feelings for Black Bolt. But I got to tell you, John, I kind of agreed with Maximus. And this is not because of the actor. Um, I was saying, you know, they should go to Earth. They have like zero resources um uh, did you ever feel that way or are you kind of just like no screw you maximus i'm gonna be completely honest with you it was really hard to side with anything because <laughs> it was just so bad yes it was, it was glaringly bad um but as far as uh as far as the specific question um i'm always i always side with the the bad guys till they become bad they usually have some really good points to make. Um, it's usually the king that's a little bullheaded um, and doesn't kind of want to listen to reason because, you know, they've been doing certain things a certain way, uh, you know, throughout their, their history. So they don't really want to change anything. Um, I usually always say that bad guys usually have great ideas or, or great concepts. It's when they're not listened to that they're like, you know what, I'll go through the extremes to make you listen. Um, and I think it, it essentially was this, um, you know, he wasn't being heard or respected because um, ultimately he's not his brother. Um, and, you know, it ultimately drove him a little mad um, and he did whatever he had to do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of felt as if Black Bolt and Medusa were elitist at that point. Um, they had a, ca uh, a caste system, which is to me very barbaric. Um, so I did dislike that, but all right, let's just get into the absolute, like ripping this to shreds. I will tell you right away that, and I know ants. So I don't think I've ever really seen anything with Anson in it, but I know he's in star Trek discovery, I believe. Mm -hmm. And people really like him for that, even though I haven't watched the show yet. Um, I just thought he looked like he was constipated the whole entire time. I get that he's supposed to have this thing where he's, you know, keeping his mouth shut at all points because he can't let out anything because his, you know, it's so destructive, which kind of like, this is so stupid in my head, right? I sit to myself, well, he kisses Medusa though. Like, what if he moans while kissing medusa like to me that was such a plot hole and also i was sitting there going well can he brush his teeth i mean does how does he eat like that's oh, wait, so are, are you saying are you saying you were curious of if he could open his mouth well because it because the way he was acting made it seem as if he was so um scared to even open his mouth like he i don't know it just looked he the way he was acting it and this could totally have been how he was directed to act that way 
but it just seemed as if he couldn't even open his mouth for fear of doing something. Well, um, okay. So yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. Uh, his, (laughs) his not speaking was kind of like Ben's blind, uh, blind guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's just like, all right, I don't think I've seen blind people look like that, but okay. Um, but no, Black Bolt's powers, as, as well as I could remember, is only utilized when he uh, when he speaks. Um, that's why even a whisper could murder like an entire planet. Um, so speaking is the only way to activate his powers. So like he could brush his teeth or just stand there for like five minutes with his mouth open and nothing would happen. Uh, it's speaking now. I don't know if I've ever read a comic of the Inhumans where he moaned. Um, so I'd assume a moan is not that far from like a whisper, I guess. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I mean, it'd be a really weird way to kill a planet is, uh, man, how did Earth blow up? This guy moaned. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure on that, but yes, um, uh, he opening his mouth isn't what what could destroy things it's more so the speaking all right well that was terrible the costume was terrible i mean at no point did i look at him and think oh this is a king here this is a ruler and a leader of sorts you know what's crazy Mm. Blackbolt's costume doesn't look that much drastically different than what they did um it's just the idea of he does wear a mask um that they just really seem like they were uninterested in um and- <laughs> which we all know is Jawan's say biggest pet peeve because there's like no mask or helmet but they're supposed to wear a mask and a helmet because i'm sorry it's like the easiest thing to do and it's like when you choose not to i'm like then why do it like it i told you this before it really bugged me that we put Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man costume, and I get it. He's not in it because there's obviously a stunt person in it. I, I get that. But how often we saw his face inside the suit irked me to no end. It's like, why? Like, you could just do a voiceover. Like, you could just literally just give them the audio, and then, you know, you spend more time out of your suit than in it, so it'll balance. No. Had to always show his face. I'm like, I hate this so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like oh, it irked me to, to the umph degree. And I, I watched this show and I'm like, Tia, I, I promise you, if you Google, like, as I'm talking, mm-hmm. um, Black Bolt, like the Black Bolt from the comics, and you look at his mask, you're going to go, really, guys? Just a little pullover? You couldn't, you, you couldn't handle that? Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating. But no, Anton... Uh, Anton's costume, I would say, out of everyone's is, if I had to choose, is my favorite. Um, because it's not that drastically different than what it looks like in the comics. Um, surprisingly, his was the best, um, in my opinion, out of everybody else's. Um, and it was, it was glaringly uh, evident that they weren't really trying with anyone else. But when you look at him, you know, you kind of go, oh, yeah. They nailed it to a degree. They just missed to me what the most important thing of it was, which was his mask. 
Yeah, um, I sent you a picture just now. Um, tell me he doesn't look like he's just so constipated. Um, oh, that's no, just- he does. So <laughs> he looks like someone who's trying to force themselves not to talk. Yes. Um, and it's like, why? Like, if you're just used to not talking, it should just come natural. Which- yeah, he's an adult at this point, right. and their whole thing is, I guess they, I, f- I forget now what maybe the certain age that they have to reach before their powers are say determined um but clearly he was young enough when he got his powers now he's a full grown adult i you would think that he'd be used to it at this point so um yeah i don't know i don't know but anyway and so i guess his costume isn't say that bad i want to say that you know medusa had some pretty bad hair but i think who takes the cake was crystal i it was so obvious that they just spray painted that circle on the back of her hair it was just so ugly looking um and her costume in general was so ugly it's just as if it didn't even like these are people living on the freaking moon they are supposed to look so epic and regal and royal. They're part of this royal family, and they all look as if they got their freaking costumes from Party City. It was annoying. Um, and what did you think of Crystal's costume in particular? Um, it, it frustrated me, and here's why. Crystal is the easiest costume to pull off. It legit, again, um, <laughs> it's funny. Joel's actually saying he thinks Crystal's was, was the best. Um... <laughs> Uh, if you look at it, it's the easiest thing to pull off. Like she legit is in like a yellow shirt. <laughs> like it's it's really honestly, all jokes aside, really not that hard to pull off that costume. Um, but yeah, I just I I personally felt like they didn't really try um, with anyone outside of uh, what do you call it, um, Black Bolt. But really quickly, Tia, I want to backtrack on what I said a little earlier. Um, Inhumans were created from Cree experiments from back in the day. Um, they were being experimented on and they were unlocking like different uh, gene elements that were like bringing out their, their abilities. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how they got. I don't want anyone to think like they were born with these powers. They were experimented on. Um, so that's how they came about. Uh, I just wanted to clean that up. Yeah, I always thought it was interesting in my research in the past of Ronin and I guess discovering that in the comics he's actually like Crystal is a romantic lover of his. Um, So I thought that that was really interesting. Um, I can't picture the live action Ronin actually in a romantic relationship. So he definitely must have been different in the comics. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because I always tell everyone um, James Gunn went for a more comical aspect of um, Star-Lord. And I'm not saying that it's, it's, uh, it's a drastic um, change from Star-Lord in the comics, but a lot of people don't know this. Star-Lord in the comics not only dated Kitty Pride from the X-Men, but he actually used his celestial powers to fight Thanos on like a moon. And they were going, ah. like, they were going toe to toe um and it was a really 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 good arc that i had always dreamed they would be able to implement in live action and obviously they just went a different route but uh i bring that up because the inhumans 
they had some of the most awe-inspiring classic battles. And it's like if Feige ever did bring them to life, oh, yeah, I'm telling you, your interest in Inhumans will skyrocket, I promise you. But I just don't think that that'll happen since it's clear now Kevin Feige has the X-Men back. Yeah, Um, okay, so I thought that. And mm -hmm. I thought there was no need to do Inhumans if we ever got Fantastic Four and X-Men. It's just, it, it feels a little repetitive of the, the team. You know, they're only a team. It's not like they're individuals that you can spawn off. They're only a team. So it's like Fantastic Four, team. X-Men, team. Now Inhumans, team. But when I tell you that their stories are drastically different than the X-Men, um, and the, I'd say they're a tad bit more visually pleasing um than the x-men feige's going to i believe next year either san diego comic-con or whatever the convention is that feige decides to go to i think some of those empty spots that have dates will be filled in and one of them will be the inhumans i mean it would be cool to see what this story and what these people will look like with a better budget and a better visionary because i know i keep going back to the costumes but one thing well several things i mean there's so many things but so many many things first of all you so okay they have as i mentioned before they have their little ceremony where um i guess uh you know their powers are activated whatever and you had the one girl who has like her wings and they say oh flyers are so cool but in reality like no one really looked that different you had trident who looked green uh, but besides that everyone looked like a human it's like man you could have went so cool with this um their genes are being altered they're getting powers they could have looked so cool and they didn't they all looked really lame um and i just hated that i hated um I hate the way uh oh god what's his name the guy with the hooves gorgon yes i hate like oh i thought that was so lame the only thing this guy can do is stomp on the ground um i I like i feel like they wanted to make that more intense that was the thing in the show it actually had pretty good music sometimes i'm not gonna hate them on that and they had these moments where they had like epic music and it was supposed to be as if the fight scenes were really epic and they just came off so lame. Like there was even a few um, fight scenes with the guy with the tattoos on his face where you could tell that the director as he was doing it was sitting to, there to himself saying, oh, this is so cool. It's going to be so epic, blah, blah, blah. And it just looked like the lamest punches I've ever seen. I mean, did you feel that way with their fight scenes? I just felt like they were so poorly choreographed. Yeah, 100%. And I will say uh, Gorgon is a lot doper than what the show showed him to be. Um, they made him so lame. And that, that yeah. I, I will say that is the one thing that stuck out in my head as I was watching his character in particular. I was just sitting there going, this is so lame. <laughs> um, no. And he, okay. So he can, he has enhanced strength and durability and he has the ability to generate uh, seismic shock waves. Um, And visually in the comics, obviously it looks a lot better than the crappy crap that they gave us in this. Um, But I mean, I think 
they showcase everyone's powers poorly. Uh, they really did. Like with Medusa, right? We saw one moment, one moment, Joan, where she uses her hair to throw Maximus onto the wall. And you know what they did to ensure that they didn't have to use any sort of budget to make her hair move for the rest of the season? They shaved her head off within the first 30 minutes. I was like, oh, so that, okay. I guess we didn't need to worry about a bad wig anymore. They just cut her freaking hair off. I hated that. Is there a storyline in the comics like that? Or is that just something that they were like, oh, this is going to be so cool. It's like, they just handicapped her for the entire season that infuriated me well it seemed to be scott buck's way of saying we don't want to have to worry about trying to use a huge budget on um on her abilities or really anyone's abilities but (laughs) no it's not it's not anything that i know of i'm not saying that it doesn't exist for any of our listeners out there that are hardcore and humans fans um of the comics not the show because that doesn't exist but um no i don't know of any storyline where she gets her hair shaved off but ultimately it's like um okay i have a perfect example it's like if they did a series on disney plus for x-men right Mm -hmm. and you do um you know you have cyclops showing off like his visor you know killing it with his laser eyes and then you have someone blind him like the very next episode and it's like well do we really have a use for cyclops anymore like (laughs) i don't need to see him anymore if you're if he doesn't have his lasers like what what's the point i don't just want to see him you know use hand to hand the the whole lasers the whole gimmick um so yeah no it was completely stupid scott buck is an idiot um and i don't really know what else to say but scott buck is an idiot well, we're going to say more, all right? We're still we're still <laughs> rolling here. Sean's uh, <laughs> like, okay, and that's all I want to do for the podcast. Bye, Tia. <laughs> I still have more to say. <laughs> I feel as if that whole thing would have hit differently. One of two ways, right? They shave her head off in the first season, but like halfway through, because she's, you know, a fucking inhuman, her hair grows back at least even a little right like mad like can grow back rapidly and then she has use of her hair or she has use of her hair for most of the season and like the season finale is something super tragic and she loses her hair that way like something like that would have been better did you ever see maleficent no actually i want to see it really bad i haven't seen it yet though oh shit i feel like i'm gonna spoil it's not one of those movies i'm like oh i need to be shocked okay it's a really good movie by the way i haven't seen the second one i know it got mixed reviews but the first one um i thought was really good so the whole thing is like an explanation of angelina jolie's character maleficent and how she was pretty much like a fairy right um and had these like really epic wings and shit like that and she met this guy the king and he uh cut her wings off in the middle of the night um pretty much to because it was gonna like you know give him good for actually no he wasn't the king he wanted to get a good fortune of the king right and that's why maleficent is so pissy and that's why she does the whole thing against sleeping beauty yada yada at the end of the movie it's like this epic thing she gets her wings back right and then she's like full force power blah 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 like something like that would have been so much better for medusa's storyline but instead they just had her 
ball the whole entire time. So fast forwarding a little after Maximus has his little coup that he has going on and he uh his the royal family is forced to go to earth. I hate that. Like I hated that so much. I hate the whole look, we're aliens pretty much not used to human ways and we're powerful and now we're getting in trouble and actually getting arrested but we well, think we're so much better than blah 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 and just the way they executed it was just annoying no and i completely agree i think it's also worth noting that um it's their their civilization obviously is um their own little slice of 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 heaven and it's kind of they kind of go about it the same way T'Challa went about Wakanda. Like it's not for the rest of the world to experience. We're our own thing. They were actually very advanced technology wise. Mm-hmm. Um, like the whole civilization looks amazing. Um, and I kind of felt like, again, Scott Buck and it being an ABC show, didn't want to pull out a budget to kind of make their home world look technologically advanced. So it's like, well, we'll bring them to Earth and, you know, do the their, whole thing. Their world looked so bad. There's a scene at the end of it where the guy with the face tattoos, I'm sorry I'm forgetting names right now, but, I mean, it was a crap show, so I don't care really that much. Um, <laughs> uh, but Karnak. There's a scene where Karnak is reminiscing about talking to Gorgon and they're like stomping around the moon or something like that and gorgon finds the flag that america placed on the moon that it all looked as if it was on a tiny little set with a really shitty green screen the whole thing looked at like that honestly i mean there was so much right the story sucked the acting pretty much sucked and but it's like visually was just the worst thing ever but yeah so they bring them to the to earth it's terrible um freaking i again i didn't think medusa was a likable character at all she seemed really again like an elitist and kind of bratty about not getting her way i didn't like that and then black bolt it's like i couldn't tell if they wanted him to be like a macho i'm this you know like strong leader and be a little sarcastic and everything like there was moments where he's in the police station he's kind of motioning like oh you want me to go take my picture here i'll just stand for you or something or here i i I can get out of the handcuffs really easy but then he also seemed as if he was some meek helpless person because he can't talk um i just felt like that duality that was so awkward no, I, I'm with you on that. It, it's <sighs> Medusa is, and I'm trying to choose my words here. It's nothing mean. I just don't want to say it, what I'm trying to say wrong. Okay. Um, she's very much the backbone of the Inhumans. Um, she's everything. Well, she's obviously the mouthpiece of, um, you know, their king, but she that planet depends on her for so much. Um, And, you know, there are some times where she might seem, you know, a little like, you know, listen to me or else. Um, But Medusa is a very amazing character. Um, 
you know, that fits alongside uh, Black Bolt so well. It's like a glove to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the show, it really could, like if you read the comics heading into this show, it wasn't like a advantage at all because this show kind of felt like, is it the same? Like, is this the same story that I read? Like, what it? What is this? Like, why are they so drastically different? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, the show made me think that all these characters were the lamest characters ever. Um, I was sitting there going, and again. <sighs> I don't want to say anything poorly to the other actors because I haven't really ever seen them in anything else. So they, for all I know, could be good actors. And as I said, Anson um, is in Star Trek Discovery and I think he has quite a fandom on his side. So when I talk about this, not that they're going to be listening to any of this, but when I talk about this, it's really no offense to them. I think that it really depends on the director, the showrunner, and all that. I mean, again, we saw it with uh, Taika Waititi, what he did with Thor. You know, uh, Thor went from my like least favorite character one of to one of my favorite characters in the MCU. So, um, I think it's what Scott Buck did for them. But the only person who I thought was a good actor in that entire show was Ewan Rian. Re- oh god sorry i don't know how to pronounce this name. but as maximus it's like he was the only one who felt like he was putting any sort of effort into a character yeah i mean it, it pains me to say like i said i'm a huge anson mount fan um, yeah and i'm not trying to talk like smack about no 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 no, no. I, I, I know you're not the show just didn't i mean I, I said this at the top the show didn't do a good job of showcasing that anyone here really <laughs> what knows the what they're doing <laughs> heading into this so no i i understand where you're coming from completely he was definitely the standout um lockjaw i want to talk about lockjaw lock yeah let's do it now um lockjaw is a teleporting humongous dog um mm-hmm. and he is super lovable and they actually did that pretty well um you know, and he was definitely one of my favorites coming out of this. Um, I'm actually starting to think back to you. I don't think I finished this this season, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it could just be because it was like three years ago that I forgot. But uh, I'm like trying to piece it together in my mind. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I just watched it last week and I can barely remember it. I just know <laughs> that I want to talk smack about it. <laughs> They did. A, they did a pretty decent job, though, with the CGI for Lockjaw, which is probably where the entire budget went. Yeah, no, plus that is true. That that is probably exactly where it went. But I do want to say this because I, I say this about the CW all the time: um, making sure you're smart about where your budget goes is important. Like, for example, um, when you watch The Flash, you can see where their budget goes and where their budget doesn't go. There's a reason why usually they're in the same six places Um, because you're not using your budget on location. You're using it on showcasing Barry running fast, showcasing uh, a talking uh, gorilla. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your money obviously goes to the visual effects of the show. So I'm looking at Inhumans and I'm just like, I'm not seeing where your money went. I'm really not, I'm not getting it. Uh, you picked some really beautiful locations that you somehow made look very not beautiful. 
um your costume department you definitely said here's a hundred dollars go to party city make it work <laughs> um like there's just a lot about like god i hate scott so much <laughs> i i think that's really what the consensus is and um how he was able to do two marvel properties is beyond me but it's crazy because all right i know everyone talks smack about iron fist season one and certainly i have my problems with iron fist season one but god is it like light years better than in humans i mean it looks better um there was a lot better about iron fist season one than there was about Inhumans. so it's like maybe that's because it was netflix and maybe he had a bigger budget on netflix as opposed no to he was he was said no? being very cheap on, on iron fist um it just didn't affect us the same way um but there's a lot about that season one that should have been shown like kun lan should have been shown yeah. a lot more the dragon should have been shown his actual trials um should have been shown like there was a lot about danny Rand that should have been done you know like you putting him in his comic accurate suit that is like super easy to do and costs like nothing um but yeah, there's a lot about Danny Rand's story that it seemed like Scott Buck was avoiding. And so don't get me wrong, like I totally like understand that. I mean, the freaking tat, you know, it looked like a tattoo. It looked like a stick-on tattoo as <laughs> opposed to like what it actually was supposed to be. Right. I guess maybe because, you know, with Iron Fist, right? The only one in that, at least in that season one, who's supposed to have any powers is Danny, right? right? Mm -hmm. um so you just have a bunch of humans just acting like humans uh non-powerful humans but in inhumans you're supposed to have all these characters that have all these like epic powers and i just wasn't seeing it um so i'm sorry you want to go to lockjaw yeah i mean he was lovable um i felt like we didn't see enough of him really his only purpose in that show is just being the transportation um I, I mean they even injured him at some point to make sure that we didn't see him as much so that he was in a barn <laughs> no no you're completely right and again that seems like um you know like okay so me and joelle said this back when it first came out but scott buck got this job because everyone was impressed on the idea that he kept iron fist um below budget like it was he kept that show relatively cheap, right? So everyone was kind of like, wow, if you could make that show work and, you know, and make the money work, like, do it within humans. And he was like, sure, I'm going to spend $4 to make this whole show. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's what impressed them. And ABC at the time didn't seem like they had cared whether or not he was able to do it uh, any justice. The same way it didn't really, like, again, I do not hate season one of Iron Fist. I think it is a lot better than people um, give it credit for. Um, I just, obviously, they could have done fighting better. They could have done, you know, the, some of the visuals better, obviously. So I which see they did. Step up. Which they thankfully did in season two. I mean, season two's choreography was just so much better than season one. Um and I mean, come on, like, you know, I was watching that show for frickin' Tom Pelfrey as Ward Meacham. That was the only thing. Um, I'm shameless like that, but <laughs> what calls it. 
uh, agents of shield right ran for what seven seasons it's like and i get that probably didn't doesn't have didn't have the biggest budget either i mean that's literally why they you also you also weren't leaning on your visuals to be that glaring like obviously until ghost rider well, that, I was going to say, I mean, that's why they said that they got rid of Ghost Rider because their budget couldn't freaking afford it. But my whole point in saying that is like, you know, you had a show that was sustained for seven seasons. It's like you should have cared more to make sure that Inhumans could have had the same sort of longevity. Because I remember, Juan, when Inhumans premiered in the theaters the sort of negativity it garnered like i remember seeing it online and this comes from a time where inhumans came out when we had all the marvel shows right and while again people weren't say the biggest fans of iron fist one it didn't have the sort of negative reaction that inhumans did it was like almost shocking it was like wait i mean we all love everything marvel puts out they don't put bad things out but they put this out and it was so bad. It was like such an embarrassment of how many people walked out of the theater that day saying how bad it was. I think Joel was saying that he was one of the people who went to the theater to watch it. Yeah. God bless him. Uh, <laughs> definitely God bless him. Um, I don't think I went with him. I, I really don't think I went with him. Um, I, I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't spend any, any damn money. Um, it had so, and we talked so many times about like fillers right we talked about how amazing the flight attendant was because it pretty much had no fillers at all um, this show in humans had so many fillers let's say crystal having that romantic moments with the pretty boy at the barn right mm-hmm. or medusa running around with the human to see that humans aren't so bad see um and there's so many fillers in a season where it should have been jammed packed i mean you have in humans trying to fight against maximus a traitor a human with no powers who is able to literally overthrow just by his sheer intelligence and you're telling me there wasn't enough to make an actual eight episode season you needed all this pathetic filler it annoyed me to no end john <laughs> i was just sitting there going oh my god um I wanted to shift really quick to another character, though, that I thought was kind of cool, um, which I would have liked to see, first of all, a better costume, more of, and their actual powers. And again, with this character, it was blatant that it was all a budget thing. Um, and God, what was this character's name? I'm just going to say, do you remember the character, the face of death? Hold on. Let me, let me look it up. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Hold on. Keep talking modest modus i think his name is it's like he's the person on the planet who has the second deadliest power and he's been locked up um on the moon for so long because of his powers because literally his face can just like kill everyone and maximus releases him and he goes on to earth to help them find you know help maximus his people find um the you know black bolt and his family mortis mortis is that it mortis yeah with oh mortis yeah mortis so i kind of liked his character not his costume his costume was shit 
but I think the actor did a pretty good job because his character was kind of sarcastic and everything and was a little playful. And I liked, to me, it felt as if that character, that actor was trying to chew every scene that he was in. Um, but I was so disappointed in the one scene where the Black Bolt family is together and they're they're getting mortis and he's like i'm not going back i'm not going to be imprisoned anymore and he goes to take his uh mask off and you know they're like oh my god don't do it he'll kill us all and gorgon like takes him in his arms and like stomps on the ground which makes the building that they're in crumble killing them both and i'm like man you couldn't even let this guy show his powers like that would have been so freaking cool yeah, and they didn't try that hard to make him look any better, honestly. Um, but he is the second strongest inhuman next to Black Bolt. Right. Um, and I guess they were trying their best to make it seem like that, but ugh. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> good, but I think that I just thought that the actor did a good job in the little yeah. scenes that he had. And I was sitting there the whole time I was like, ooh, what does the face of death look like? They make it seem so ominous and so eerie and creepy. And I was sitting there the whole time waiting for it. And the second he like went to go take his mask off, I was sit- sitting there going, oh, finally, wouldn't it be so cool if, say, um, you know, all of the Black Bolt family ran out and it was just Maximus's people who end up dying as a result of this guy taking his mask off. And it's like, no, we couldn't even have that. Um, but again, I thought that scene was super lame. It, like, Gorgon didn't seem cool at all. Him stomping on the ground with hooves. Like, the f- and that's another thing. He has hooves. I don't know. I don't know. But um, we don't have to go for that much long because I feel like all we are just saying is that, like, we're shitting on it, obviously, like we've wanted to. Yeah. But I, I did like want. It deserves. Like it deserves. But my biggest thing is. Um, Again, I feel like I felt myself slightly agreeing with Maximus just because Black Bolt seemed as if he wanted to continue on with the caste system, you know, blah, 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 all that. So anyway, you have it where the Black Bolt family's back on the moon and da-da-da-da-da, you know, details, details that don't really matter. My biggest thing was Jawan. We go the entire season eight episodes of them you know talking about how dangerous black bolt is how you know blah blah blah, and we don't see him use his powers once the only time we saw a little like smidge of his powers is when he was getting arrested and he like exhales and it flipped the car right mm-hmm. oh my god we should have seen so- that w- okay Remember in the first season of Daredevil, season one, you know, like season one, Matt's in, Matt's in the black costume the entire time. And then literally the finale is him just showcasing the red suit. And it's all epic. And it's like, ah, here he is. He has arrived. He has come, right? Mm-hmm. We should have had that moment with Black Bolt. And it was so infer- Like no one did anything. No one did anything the entire show they just talked about how powerful these people were and what they could do yeah again it seemed like another um another casualty of budget um you know because you got to show off those huge shock waves you got to show off how 
um, just a mere whisper could cause damage, you know? So, I mean, again, a lot of that, I- I'm even remembering, oh, Tia, we got to stop this before more memories come back. I'm even remembering the whole him getting arrested, him in jail. and then That's what I'm jail. saying. That was such a terrible scene. Because uh, right? uh, the thing is, all right, you know, I don't give any like sort of praise at all to Zack Snyder but in Man of Steel right where you have Superman in cuffs and you know he could easily break those cuffs off but you feel like the ominous of oh this is you know the strongest man on earth getting arrested and being just showcased in this military facility as opposed to black bolt who is arrested by bumbling like frankly bumbling idiots like the cops there were just not showcased in any sort of intellectual fashion um they all just seem dumb and it's just a joke it's like black bolt could have easily gotten out of there um I don't know. Yeah, that was a terrible scene, Joan. It was so bad. <laughs> no, Tia, when I tell you it started flooding back in my memories and I started getting <laughs> physically sick, like, oh, I don't want to remember any of that crap. <laughs> like, that was so bad. It was really bad. It was so bad. But I, I just hated how we didn't see Black Bolt at all do anything in that show. I didn't get the sense that any of these characters knew had any sort of abilities whatsoever. I didn't feel this sort of, oh, royal family or anything like that. Um, that's another thing. They said they were, so they said they were all cousins. Were they all related? Or is, like, how did they pick that these are the royal family? Um, I do believe there's like a cousin here. Um, obviously, uh, Black Bolt and Medusa are married. Um, I believe Maximus is his brother. Right. Um, Crystal is Medusa's sister. Right. So it's a royal family by whether it's by, um, uh, bringing someone in and considering them family. Like I believe a few of them are. Or yeah, actually family for for either side. Okay, and then another question I had for you, Joanne, was, um, and I don't think I was clear in text, but there's at some point in the show where Gorgon is in Hawaii, and these locals are helping him, and they see his hooves, and they go, "Oh, you must be one of those Inhumans," and to me, it seems like so does. Like, pretty much, does Inhumans, I know, like, all the shows are canceled at this point, but at the time, was Inhumans meant to take place within the same world as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, the MCU, things like that? So, like, would humans know that there are entities out there that have abilities? Now, here's where it gets tricky. Okay. Because... Um, obviously they couldn't use mutants because Fox owned them at the time. Um, we also know that the shows lived with, let me be more specific. I'm sorry. The Netflix shows lived within the MCU, but the MCU would never showcase that. Um, I don't know if Inhumans, cause remember television was supposed to always be separate from the movies. It's what Feige wanted. 
um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in uh, the Netflix shows have loose ties to the movie world. Like, obviously, Agents only connects to uh, the, the only big, well, the biggest connection is obviously, um, what's his Coulson. name? Colson, right. Right. Uh, the Marvel Netflix shows are just kind of the fallout of what's happening in the, the current MCU. Like, you heard Jessica Jones mention the big green guy. You heard them mention, you know, the event in New, of, of New York and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole... Think, I don't think Inhumans was ever something um, hmm. he was going to bring in to the fold. So I would say no. Okay. But I don't know if Inhumans was ever supposed to connect to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, that I don't know. Because I know they were calling them Inhumans in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah, I read... Well, first of all, I've never watched Agents of oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. okay, perfect. Ma- so Mar- together on that. <laughs> Ma- Martin is the big uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. We should have asked him, but I think I read something that the Inhumans were introduced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I guess there's that. Um, and because they're both ABC, I think it should be a little um, connected that way. Um, I'll have to ask Martin uh, what he thinks. He, him and Kathy love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think they're on their like sixth rewatch of the series. Yeah, I think because uh, I think Feige was okay with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. connecting. Like we even saw um, Lady Sif in an episode uh, an early episode i think samuel jackson was in like the first episode yeah i think um, that was supposed to very much connect until end game like i think that that's when they stopped connecting because they didn't do the whole five year jump or anything um i think it was at that point that they went in a different direction because at that point every marvel tv show besides them had been canceled so they were like well shit i guess we're on our own here but um yeah i just i think that in humans could have been something good you had actors who could have potentially given a really great performance if it weren't for this like we didn't need to see in humans on earth their uh world is so as you even described it is supposed to be so majestic it's supposed to be so beautiful that we should have seen just that. I mean, I feel currently us Marvel fans, we don't need to see these not earth humans uh, figure out what earth is. It's like, we're, we are on earth. We know what the fuck earth is. I don't need to see them, you know, seeing what earth is. Like I want to see their awesome planet and their awesome kingdom. I will say though, Tia, um, there were iterations of, Inhumans, where they were on Earth, they were just cloaked, um, somewhat like Wakanda. Um, but there is a um, a story, a storyline where they are on like the far side of the moon. Um, so I wanted to correct that because I call it their own world. If you're, I consider Wakanda its own world. Um, yeah, when I say its own world, it's like I know it's on the moon, but it's right. there. They don't have the entire moon. Right. I don't, right. I think they just have a section of the moon that's cloaked but well that okay so that's another thing as i said i dislike the whole they don't know earth customs and it's kind of like haha look it's so funny they don't know what a cell phone is right like t'challa knew what a freaking cell phone is like even though wakanda was say um separated from the rest of the world 
it's not like any of the Wakandans didn't know what the other world was about, right? Like, I don't think ever Suri or anyone else was confused as to what anything else was. No, you're completely right. You're completely I mean, right. they, they knew about the Olympics and, like, Starbucks and shit. <laughs> yep, and the, again, it, it was just... It's just it's it's not enough negative stuff in the world to to say about how poorly they went about doing this show because it's like I was just telling Joel and he was agreeing with me. I'm like, if you've never heard of the Inhumans, this does not pique your interest in wanting to know anything else about them, like whatsoever. It's like no. the ultimate this is horrible, so these characters are horrible. I'm good. And it's like, no, please, no. They're so much better than that. Like, <laughs> if, uh, and Joel's actually telling me, Tia, we could get Inhumans in Miss Marvel. Um, it's rumored we could get Maximus in Black Bolt. Uh, well, I mean, in with the budget that Disney has and Disney Plus has, it would be so much better. But you could have had a much better storyline. Again, the guy who plays Maximus is a phenomenal actor. The best villain in game of thrones history um and i'm super excited for him to be in the third season of american gods <laughs> and uh the guy who plays black bolt is a fan favorite among star trek uh community so neither of these actors are bad actors they just had really shitty material to work with um but yeah. i will challenge you Joan. what if you had to say one nice thing about inhumans what would it be? I did like how Black Bolt's uh, costume looked. Huh? I did enjoy Lockjaw for the four seconds we got him. Um, <laughs> so my positives are I did like Maximus. Oh, yes. I like Maximus also. Sorry. Yes. I like Maximus. I kind of liked Mortis. And I like that it got canceled after one season. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be it. Yep. I, 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 okay, I didn't know I could say that. Yes, I love that. That was definitely <laughs> my favorite part out of everything is that it no longer exists. Like you knew that it was bad that they, were, they decided they weren't even going to give it a second chance. Because again, at least with Iron Fist, as much as, say, a lot of people reacted negatively towards one season they were they said uh all right we're gonna give it another chance we're just gonna get someone else to come in and do a much better job than scott buck like scott buck if you're listening please don't ever touch another tv series ever because apparently you don't know what you're doing with it and i will die on that hill but um obviously joan if we get Inhumans in the MCU, they're going to recast. I doubt that anyone is thinking about bringing any of these actors back. Um, did you have an idea of who you would like to play, say, Black Bolt? I was completely fine with Vin Diesel. I'm not a huge fan of hearing Vin Diesel talk, so a role where he's not talking that often sounds good to me. <laughs> um, so I was completely fine on that. Um, but honestly... I don't know. I just want someone that's comfortable wearing wearing the mask. Um, however much they decide to make them wear it, I'm done trying to fight that battle. But just wear it. Like it 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 goes. With, it's the aesthetic of it. Um, so just as long as they wear the mask, I don't really. I, I mean, yes, Vin Diesel because he wants to do it so bad. 
is where does he really i i didn't realize that that he was like such a big fan he was dying to do it he was the one that was telling everyone like hey and humans is coming and then it was like no it's not vin diesel they're not gonna do an inhumans movie but it was <laughs> not with about, you <laughs> it was talked about heavily um hmm. for a while around that time and he was spearheading wanting to do it like so bad was this before uh, he got the Groot role i mean i agree I, 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 around the time because i everyone was debating on like how can he do both and it's like you do know he sits in a booth to do i am Groot, right like he this isn't something they need him remotely for. Like, And they know that it probably takes like a half hour for them to record every single time he says, I am group. Like, that can't take a long time at all. Yeah, no, not at all. So he easily could have done both. I mean, um, and I doubt those movies would have been filming around exactly the same time. So I'm like, he... That would have been fine. You know, it's not like Vin Diesel's face is on group. So it's not like you're seeing him twice. Um, but yeah, he really, really, really wanted to do um, Black Bolt. And I think if you ask him today, he would say he's still holding out hope that if they do it, he could be Black Bolt. Um, so yeah, I never really gave it thought because I never thought we would see Inhumans. Um, so I never gave it much thought. So when he said he wanted to do it, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind. Um, he fits all the requirements, the stature of Black Bolt, um, you know, the presence of it the swagger of it. I was like, Vin Diesel could do all that. And then most importantly, him not talking. He doesn't have to talk. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm fine with that. I, I'm always a fan of people who, what you call it, um, who really are passionate about playing a role because I feel like they're obviously going to do a better job. And um, just doing it a more realistic, right? I think we talked when i was watching it and i said why is black bolts you know look constipated and you were like oh well he can't talk and i said i'm pretty sure that like deaf people and mute people don't look like that um you know just like how as you said ben affleck clearly has never seen a blind person in his entire life that he thought that's what blind people look like at least charlie cox did some research i would imagine because like charlie cox just plays it so naturally um but yeah i don't have anyone who i think i would want because i don't know these characters particularly well but i mean anyone has to be like not anyone has to be better but like anything has to be better showrunner wise costume wise i mean jesus christ and as you said the mask isn't bad um i don't know who would be opposed to wearing that mask i just looked it up like it's not bad. It's literally only half the all. face. It's half the face. It's legit half the face. Um, and when you read Black Bolt, uh, not Black Bolt comics, Inhuman comics, not often he has it all. So, you know, again, I know people hear me and they're like, Jawan, get over it. But to me, it's like these artists don't spend hours drawing these characters and how they view them for us to get them in live action and someone to just go, nope, that little thing there doesn't matter. Like, no, like he drew it for a reason. So if in all these Inhuman comics, he's always in a mask. Kind of means it'd be nice for the live action to be in the mask. Um, I mean, would people freak out if they just were like, all of a sudden, you know what? Tom Holland's really attractive. We're just going to stop putting a mask on Spider-Man. He's just going to free face it people would go up in arms, right? So I'm like, 
that's how I feel about some of these characters. Put the mask on. Like it, it's it's not necessarily integral to the character or to its identity, but it's like it looks cool. Put it on. It's, it's I just think it's so strange. If it, I'm not saying this with this actor, but I believe we talked about how if Tom Cruise were Iron Man, he wouldn't want to wear the mask or the helmet as much. I just don't understand with actors why why not <laughs> like i'm not that much of a narcissist with my face that i'd be like no my face has to be shown all the time <laughs> yeah i just i i i don't get it i i don't get it and it's like if if your if your mindset is i casted someone really attractive so i want to show their face start finding ugly good actors out there you know like people that are like so glaringly ugly you can't legally show their face. So you have to keep them in a mask. Like, go find those people if that's the case. Uh, I mean, it's, I told Joel, um, I don't think me and you have ever had this conversation, but um, I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan, specifically Snake Eyes. And oh, you, and you hate that Henry Golding. Uh, but you know I love Henry Golding. I know I, you love him. <laughs> acted someone so beautiful to give him a character that is never that never shows their face like you won't find a snake eyes comic that once he becomes snake eyes he ever takes that mask off um so i'm like how the and tia you know what the other biggest thing about snake eyes is he took a vow of silence he doesn't talk either so i'm like what the f you're gonna make henry golding not show his face and be a mute i don't i i don't see it happening but to me it's just it's one of those things where it's like don't go out of your way to go away from how a costume should look. Like the fact that Black Bolt in this never had the the top, like the mask is just like, why? Why? You can't tell me that of, out of all this cheap costume stuff you had to pick from, the mask was the one you were like, nope, that's way too expensive. That was an extra $2. They didn't, they couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, that pitiful. <laughs> pitiful <laughs> is all I have to say. All I have to say is that if they ever bring in, say, live-action Medusa, right? I want to see some cool shit. Obviously, her name Medusa comes from the, uh, I believe it's an ancient Greek uh, mythological being that has snakes on her head in replace of hair that can move, right? So I'm assuming that's why she's named that because her hair has the ability to move in the same way. Right. That's cool as shit, okay? And you don't show that. You just, like, handicap her in the first episode? No, no. Unacceptable. So, yeah. Um, I think we have pretty much bashed the inhuman i'm not going to go through the entire plot line because honestly at this point who cares um if you're listening you can definitely check it out on disney plus uh let me know what you think i decided to torture myself but i want to see if there was any credence to all the negativity that people were saying and yeah they were right i told you this last night joan where I like Suicide Squad and a lot of people shit on Suicide Squad. So I thought maybe it's something like that. But in this case, the majority is absolutely correct. And humans is crap. Um, is there anything else, Juwan, that you'd want to add about Inhumans before we wrap up tonight? Um, this show is not an indictment 
on how the comic books showcase these characters. So please, if you hear about uh, these characters possibly popping up in the MCU in the near future, do not let this show be your reason to not having interest in seeing them um, in the future. It will be done better. It will be done by people that care. It won't be done by figureheads. It'll be done by, it would be done with passion. Um, so, you know, to anyone out there that maybe saw the show and thinks they're just the worst, when you get a chance, if you want, only if you want, I'm not forcing it on you, just check out some of the Inhumans comics. And I promise you, you'll fall in love with these characters. They are amazing characters. Um, this show just, <sighs> that's it to you. <laughs> Oh man, you know it's so funny. I'm sorry. I'm looking up Scott Buck, and he worked on Dexter, mm-hmm. and he worked on uh, what should I call it? Six Six Feet Under, freaking Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, you know, popular shows. Where did it go wrong with Inhumans and Iron Fist? <laughs> well, luckily those shows don't have superpowers or large budget so i think that's where it went wrong for scott buck he was trying to make a buck and (laughs) that was a bad pun john (laughs) um no but he's just his the the biggest thing about scott buck when it comes to iron fist and and humans is just he's he's just a cheap guy and you know he cut a lot of corners to make these shows work um and it was corners that you can't cut and, and that's ultimately why they were as poorly reviewed uh, or poorly received as, as they were. I'm telling you now, I mean, he tries to apply to anything Marvel, Kevin Feige, he's going to laugh as he throws his resume into a trash can. <laughs> it's like, hey, Kev- uh, Kevin, um, we got a, a resume for someone who wants to work on one of the upcoming Disney Plus shows. Uh, they're actually someone that we've kind of worked with before. And Kevin's like, oh, great. Let, let me see. Let me see. Uh, what? Scott Buck, how did he manage to slip in? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no. I can see Kevin Feige fist fighting like who the hell who the hell let him in? The <laughs> security. Him? I don't know. I, I never saw I know y'all out. saw in humans. Yeah, security, come get him out of here. <laughs> but um I do want to thank you, John, for joining me for this throwback Thursday here. For those who are listening, I promise that future throwback Thursdays won't always be us bashing something uh we just wanted to kick it off I guess with a bang here and talk about Inhumans mostly me I I forced Juwan into this but I did have fun um Juwan if you want to promote us out and all that what we got coming up next I know it's pretty exciting uh yeah floor is yours um yes please make sure first of all you check out gvn review um our review of the finale of the mandalorian um i'm quoting it as breathtaking and heartbreaking um make sure you check out the review um shouts out to tia aj and joelle we had a blast doing that um also please make sure you guys are paying attention to all the amazing reviews that Dom is pouring out. He is yes. pouring out by the by the minute, not even the day, by the minute, it seems like. Um, Kelly has a review coming the top of the month. Um, so stay tuned for that for Servant Season 2. 
uh, on Apple Plus. Um, <laughs> Kelly has now dragged me into watching the show. She told um, me that she was going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Kelly, I told you I don't trust M. Night Shyamalan and I don't want to get pulled into it. <laughs> got to. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so the servant will be something I will be watching soon. Um, but stay tuned, guys. We were we are planning a huge geek end of the year review show. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's gonna be so much fun. And who knows? Maybe we make it live on on YouTube or something for you guys to to kind of join in on. Um, so stay tuned for that. But we have so much, so much. Tia, Martin, everybody doing articles. Um, huge shouts out to everybody. Make sure you guys are just staying tuned with everything that we got coming, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, and of course, our amazing website. Show some love on our website, guys. We worked really hard on that. Um, and I think that's it. I'm <laughs> not forgetting something. I think that's it, though. No, absolutely. Um, please make sure that you continue to check out all of our amazing things, geekvibesnation.com, um, as well as the top 10 um, that we do every week. Me and Brittany are always getting together every Sunday to do the top 10s. Um, and I also wanted to say that Juwan and I, at some point, will figure out when we're going to do uh, the review for the final three episodes of The Flight Attendant, which got oh, renewed yeah. for a second season. I'm super excited for that. I forgot um, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that yet. Um, there's so many things. Uh, CBS's All Access, The Stand, just premiered. Um, and I did a review on the first episode. It's interesting. It's definitely giving me 2020 meets the Walking Dead vibe. So let me know what you think about that. Wow. And um, at the beginning of January, I will finally be premiering my review for American Gods Season 3. So make sure that you check that out as well. But everyone, it's been amazing. Juwan, thank you again for joining me this evening. And we will hope to see you on the next Throwback Thursday. <laughs>